Welcome back to our podcast. We are the Babbling Sisters. I'm Nelly. I'm Riss. And I'm Steph. And today we have a special guest with us, Mr. Conversation. Would you like to introduce Hello. yourself, sir? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. It's your boy, Mr. Conversation, man. Coming to join the Babbling Sisters to see what we're talking about. See what we can talk about today. Chop it up a little bit. So and today. I'm so excited to be here <laughs> today. We are talking about Black Lives Matter. We're going to talk about some pretty touchy issues, some serious issues that need to be discussed that are often swept under the rug, and just a bunch of other things that unfold while we discuss these situations. So, I just advise you to put your feelings to the side, like for real and open your heart, open your mind, and just take it all in. If you have questions, ask them, comment, but don't get defensive. It might sting a little bit. Don't do it. If you don't like it, just keep keep it moving. Oh, if you get offended, it's cool. Oh, no. I'll, I'll answer. I'll answer every question. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> get, you, you can absolutely comment. We'll be more than happy <laughs> to share our responses. You see how she sits up? Like, <laughs> Gets excited. I mean business. Right. <laughs> she means business. She means business. Stephanie's like, oh no. Oh no, Stephanie is so ready for this because she actually heard me ranting. I went on a rant today. I got in my feelings today. Rant, what did you I... rant about today? I'm curious. Girl, oh, we're gonna talk about it all. Like I, okay, great. I wrote down every thought that I had so that I made sure I, I touched on it all. Hold on. It's only an hour episode, my friend. So every thought oh, no, that you had. No, it might, it might have to go into two. Okay, This good. is a serious okay. subject. It is. This, this is something that people don't often talk about. I feel like it's hidden in a closet. It's a dirty little secret. Don't talk about it. Hush, hush. It's going to go away. It hasn't gone away. <laughs> Here people, we are in 2022. People are afraid of how other people are going to look at them for their opinions on it. That's really what it is. That's why people are afraid to talk. And at the end of the day, it's a conversation that needs to be had. Regardless of how your opinion is, the conversation needs to be had. Absolutely. And this is the safe space to have said conversations. So, first thing I want to touch on, white privilege. Let's just get right <laughs> into that, okay? Um, it's really irking me to my soul, okay? When you automatically jump up and you say, oh, that's because of white privilege. You got all the people, all of a sudden, all offended, all mad. I went through struggles in life. I had to deal with things in life. I don't have white privilege. Sorry, what? If you have clearly skin, you you, you have, have privilege. Thank you. You clearly have it very 
rude and ignorant misunderstanding of what white privilege is. White privilege is not saying, oh, you can't be poor. You can't be homeless. You can't be from the projects. We are. <laughs> that's not what that's saying. What it's saying is you're not in danger of being killed because of the color of your skin. That's white privilege. You were born into that privilege of not having to worry about going to the store and being shot because they think you're stealing something solely because you're white. White privilege. You're not gonna get pulled over and be deemed as a threat because of the color of your skin. White privilege. It doesn't say that you're not gonna be poor or deal with struggles. That's not what white privilege is. It just means that your life is not in danger because of the color of your skin. Just let that sink in. I think people don't understand it. Well, they get mixed messages from the, the media and stuff. So they're told, you know, and they believe what they're told. Well, the, the, the weird part about believing what you're told is it's amazing they'll believe what they're told if it's coming from the media, but if the person who it happens to tell them right. that it's happening to them, they'll say, no, yeah. it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. We pick and right. choose. Well, not we, but people pick and choose, right. you know, who they believe, what they want to believe, and how far they're willing to believe the person that's telling it to them. You know? Crazy. That is insane. I wonder if it's like a, a sense of fear of being outcasted. Like, I mean, I was the black sheep in my family. <laughs> I was fine with it. But I wonder if it was a sense of fear that they can't go against everyone else around them. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think that plays a big part, especially in, in the white community, man. I mean, it's kind of like that, uh, that go-along-get-along game mentality when it comes to, you know, family structure. People, if that's your family... If you don't want to be labeled as the black sheep, you're gonna kind of go along with it. If 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 a grandfather is a is a person of status who has a certain amount of, you know, money, whatever it may be, property, land, value, whatever, and you want to stay on the good graces side of your grandfather because you know when he passed, you're in the will for sure, and money's gonna to come to you or property's gonna to come to you, and knowing that if you say something against what he believes, you know, people go along with things they really don't believe in for the you know the almighty dollar or just the idea of getting the money, you know what I'm saying? Having something. Or it could just be as simply put as people don't want to be outcast about their family, like you said, but that's when you, you know, that's when the individual has to stay in tall. You know what I mean? When do your morals come into play? Like I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. Knowing that I'm just going with these people. Yeah. You, you, well, they got, I mean, people sleep really well. If you think about it, <laughs> think about how many people just across the world. They, they do. They know things are wrong. They know things are wrong and they sleep very well. They're, we know there's people starving, like all over the planet, there's people starving. He, just here in the United mm -hmm. States, people are starving. Mm -hmm. But I can guarantee you there's people that are throw, throw restaurants, throw batches of food away like it's nothing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And, they, and, and the people sleep really well. Like, they don't, they don't care. People don't care. It doesn't directly yeah. affect them. It's not happening in our own backyard is what I hear a lot from a lot of people. They're more worried about other countries, what they're doing, what's happening over there. It's a whole deflection. 
But it is happening. Here. I think until until it happens it to them, is. they don't really understand it. You know, like if their son was to get pulled over for a simple traffic light not being out and end up being killed just because of the color of the, his skin, they would see it a little bit more. But it doesn't necessarily happen to white people. It's just unfortunate because they don't see it. They're not involved in it. It doesn't happen to them. They don't get harassed when going to the store to, you know, do anything. Pulling I mean, out their it, wallet. You right. have a gun. And you neither, know, like, neither have I, but I've seen it. Food. You know, so that that's, to me it. is like open your eyes. We've you can't all avoid seen it, it look now. At two right? things the that... videos are all over. Right. You can't ignore it. Look at what's happened. Like, look at what uh, Wisconsin or wherever the the guy that had the shotgun and went out and killed the white kid. They get killed two people and got off. How do you not see that? If that you was drank. somebody else, whether any other race besides being white, that would not have happened. That guy would have been shot right there and then, not yeah. a, let alone get the trial to get off. Same mm-hmm. with the insurrection. If it was a bunch of people of a different race besides being if it white was the people Black and Lives Matter movement, they would have been mm-hmm. shot right there on the Very federal different. property. Bombs. Exactly. So two instances, and I can name a million, but those two, and you can't Just see look that at there's history. something wrong. Exactly. And those are All reasons. you gotta do is look those at history. Reasons. Right. 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 All you literally have to do is look at history. The crazy part see history it, can mean history community last week that's the crazy right? part like it happens yeah. just like that and people no matter we see it every day you know what i'm saying the sad part is some people some people say something about it and other people just go along with it, it, it it's it's sad man it's a sad reality when you really stop and think about it you said something mm-hmm. uh nail you said uh because it's not happening in their own backyard they talk about under other countries uh america um, America isn't, I was speaking to a, a Nigerian uh, lady, I work with her, and the truth is, like, the, the, the beliefs that they think, like, people in these other places think about America is completely different than the way yeah. we, who live in America, view America. It's completely mm-hmm. different. Like, I don't view America like they do. I see it like, they believe, like, America is the, the best place, this is where we need to go to, to, to make it out and do all it. but when I look at America, I'm like, bro, y'all, are you... I don't think y'all see what we see. Like, granted, we I can say we're spoiled as a people because Americans, you know, we we do have certain things and all of that. But when you really look at the, the the power structure in America, when you look at how things are just are just blatantly put in our faces to see the the, the differences that they make in the country mm-hmm. as a whole, it's it's ridiculous, man. I mean, it's it's, it's crazy. It's crazy to me. It's not the land of the free. And I, I know that's going to bother a lot of people, but we're really not the land of the free. We still have different forms of slavery here in 2022. We are still living in the past, but it's now more so hidden and a lot more denial. It's just but, a good name. Right. But, you know, and, right. and I had mentioned earlier to Steph that, you know, a lot of families sit down and they have these uncomfortable discussions. A lot of families of color, because of the things and the struggles that they have to deal with every day, where white families don't sit down and have these uncomfortable discussions. They don't say, well, hey, what was your part in busing? Because our parents went through that. We act like we're so far removed from slavery and from racism that it hasn't happened in so long. Our parents were in busing and I can guarantee you that a lot of my family were the ones throwing rocks beating I'd people bet money up on it. 
picking them out the schools. I will sit here and I will tell you, and I don't care. Y'all can get offended all you want. I surely hope it goes back to them. I hope that I'm a tag people in this video. <laughs> like you want to be sit there and uncomfortable and really unravel it. You have to address it because otherwise if you're just sweeping it under the rug, you're never going to move past it. You want to act like, oh no, that wasn't us. We're, we're past that. We've never, we don't do that. That no, we don't believe in that. But you're not speaking about it. Therefore, you're hiding it. Therefore, you're not moving forward or making a change. No matter what you say. Accept uh, responsibility. Accept responsibility for your part in it. Accept accountability right. for what you, you know, for what you did. And make amends. Like that's, that's right. people, a, a simple a simple apology goes a long way. People think that, you know, a lot of people just try to try to tie everything into monetary thing. And uh, man, listen, just an apology sometimes goes so far, but they're not even willing to admit that 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 it was wrong in that way. Like it's, right. it's, it's it, that's the part that that baffles me. At the end of the day, you have to realize, man. No, yes, America was built on the back of immigrants, slaves, all yeah. this other stuff. How can you, you sit here and just act like it wasn't? Like, if you, mm -hmm. it, it's, it's, it's obvious. Like, it's so obvious, and they, they want to be mad because they want to pull statues and all that. Bro, that's a statue. Like, mm -hmm. yo, what is your connection? How are you, how do you feel connected to a statue? Like, I don't, I don't get it. People crazy, man. It's pure <laughs> ignorance. And when you think about it, right, the history that's being taught to these children and to even to us as kids, it's whitewashed right. history. Mm -hmm. There's no true history about Africans, about Black Americans. Most of the history starts with slavery. That's where the history began, but that's what white America teaches. So the ignorance now is, oh, well, none of that happened. Yeah, okay, well, you know, slavery didn't happen to you, so, you know, just get over it. What do you mean? get over it. <laughs> what you mean it didn't happen to me we 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 deal with the repercussions yeah. of that that's kind of that's kind of that's why they're in the that's why they're in the ghettos that's why they're in the hood that's why generational we, trauma we have is a thing yeah yeah Bro, we anger issues the anger issues mm -hmm. that we have the, the the belief system that black people have built within ourselves because that was carried on from slavery. That's things that survival and rooted. Yeah, that's been rooted mm -hmm. in our in our mindset. Like and, and people right. blame the crazy part is they'll blame black people for what we do and how we do it when that was all taught to us anyway. Right. That was taught. It was taught for us to really not like each other. They pitted us mm -hmm. against each other. And I hate to say Absolutely. Not to, not to really say no, I, they did. Not to say I hate to say it like that, but that's what it is. That's what it is. And people it don't want to just admit is. the truth. It's mental slavery. They made it so that poor white people would go against black people so that there would be a buffer in between the rich and black people. So then mm -hmm. you have this group of people that will deal with all of the dirty work for you. Right. Honestly, I, I feel like it's part of uh, Defy and take away the unity of a race that is extremely strong. And if you really truly look back in history and you will see the strength of Africans and black Americans, look at black wall street, the strength and unity when everyone came together, 
the power, the money. That's why it was burnt down. They don't uh, want black Americans to unify because there's strength in it. The the only issue I have, like with the whole everything we're talking about right now, to be honest with you, I agree with all that. I really do. But the problem that I have personally, just as a black man, is at some point it's up to us. Like we can sit here all day and 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 we we point we can point the finger we can say everything we want. My question is to my people is like yo, what are we really doing? Like when I look around where I'm from now, I look around I'm like yo, people need to. It's amazing that we just can't. Everyone else can do it. Everyone else can come together. Everyone else can build this or do this, construct this, and work together to do this. But we can't do that. Like I literally, I think I told my my father. I said, listen, I think I think if I bet if I started something and said. Hey, listen, I need everyone, if everyone in our neighborhood, let's say we're trying to build, I don't know, uh, a building for the kids or something. I say, okay, well, listen, we don't want to go to a bank or nothing like that. We need everyone here. It's a million people in our city. Let's all donate a dollar so that way we can build this building. I can guarantee you that building won't get built because something's going to happen. Some, somebody in that group, in that community, is going to start the trend of having to, well, who's going who's gonna to hold the money? Who's going to do this? Who's going to do that when that's a conversation, but instead of the conversation, they're going to just go at each other, which is going to cause the divide amongst each other. Now, granted, yes, that was taught. That was things that were taught and that's engraved. But when is it going to be a point to where we come together and understand, man, we got to shake this off. We got to shake this off. We can't just keep, we, we just can't keep falling or blaming that whole Being thing for, for us. Yeah. Because like you just said, black wall street, if you think about it, that was a time when, Man, it was real upfront hatred. Like stuff was written. The people yeah. wanted to kill you just for being black, and they were able to make it and make it a real thing and be successful. So you're telling me in a time where don't get me wrong, the hatred is still there, but it's not as in your face as it was before. So you're telling me we can't come together and do this? That's my problem. I just think that too many people right. settle. They'd rather settle on the excuse instead of settle on a solution. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's 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 crazy when you you know our black people man we sometimes we really can be our own worst enemy whenever it's just us, and that's that's the that's the that's that's a hard pill to swallow even though with everything else like you said about the the, the white privilege and all that when when it's your own when it's us against us it's a problem it's a problem yeah I agree I totally agree I I think black on black crime is horrendous. And it really pisses me off because I tell my friends all the time, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you don't have enough stacked up against you that you're going against your own brother. That don't make no sense to me. Cut it out. Well, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I think when, like you just said, black on black crime, I don't, honestly, and this is me being honest, I don't have a problem with black on black crime. I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with white on white crime. I don't have a problem with none of that stuff. My The yeah. bigger issue is just be equal opportunity if you're gonna sit here and come some guys uh broke in my truck when we were living in the old neighborhood broke in my truck i didn't have nothing in my truck i had nothing in it <laughs> they broke in it went in there i know they left out the, out the car pissed off because nothing was in they probably left they probably took four dollars maybe took four dollars i went live i made a facebook live video talking hopefully just talking to the to the people but talking to the criminals i'm like how are you gonna come to this neighborhood and try to rob me in this neighborhood when there's a good chance you know I don't have nothing for you to take anyway. 
Like, there's nothing of value you're going to come to my neighborhood and take from me. There's nothing. You know what I'm saying? But we have a neighborhood where you know there's millionaires. You know there's all these high-profile type of things. And you would rather come and take from me, the poor person, who, who equally is as poor as you, instead of going to the rich neighborhood where you could possibly get it. So that's the weirdo stuff to me. Like, if I'm going to be a criminal, listen, man, I'm robbing everybody. It's not just... <laughs> this particular neighborhood, I'm trying to steal from everybody. I want to go from somebody who I know I can get the most bang for my buck because you're going to jail no matter what. If you get caught the amount of time you're doing it. Worth it. If you're going to go to jail for it, you're gonna, you're gonna get, you ain't going to get $4. You're That's just going to get something else. That's my point. You, you done robbed me out of some chump change. You're going to go do 20 years for breaking in my car and stealing 33 cents? Come on, man. You bugging. But that's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. Like, I don't have a problem yeah. with it, but people is the, is the mindset. They would rather they would rather risk, not even, number one, let me let me say this. Criminals are criminals, man. Like, I don't care if you're stealing from poor people or rich people. You're a criminal, you're a criminal. You need to be locked up. But I'm just saying, if I'm a criminal, I'm not about to go rob nobody living in the ghetto right there with me. I'm going to travel outside of my, my neighborhood, go in a neighborhood where I, where I don't know nobody anyway, go hit them up, and then go do what I got to do. But, mm-hmm. you know... It's, it's crazy to me, man. It's a mindset. But we, but again, we were trained and taught, listen, even though you don't have nothing, I want to take the little bit of something you might have, even though it may not be no value to me anyway. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's a mindset. It, it's, it's insane to me. But people do it all the time. Now, I don't know how, you know, I'm, I don't know how white people do it. Uh, I don't know. Do, do white people, do white people break in white people houses like that? Like, I don't yeah. know. Yes. Well, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yep. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially down here in Florida. Oh yeah. Well y'all in the I mean Florida. <laughs> Florida, yeah, that's I a different know. type of I don't know what's happening <laughs> over here. <laughs> the things I read on this the news, oh my sitting there like, yeah, you did what? Okay. Okay. Florida, y'all crazy. It's, I it's, warned you. It's real. Whole <laughs> nother level. Whole nother level in Florida. <sighs> now, is you out there robbing people? Girl. <laughs> if I was, I ain't gonna talk about it. You sure right. <laughs> Nels have. She has a criminal mind. Speaking the night, okay? Saying, huh? That's what she said. I know. Ain't no self snitching. Ain't no self snitching. Listen, <laughs> listen. If you gonna be about it, you ain't gonna talk about it. You just gonna do it. Those that talk about it are the ones that want to get That's caught. True. That's Those true. are the ones you need to watch out for because they're reckless. They'd be like, "Oh, I just stole and these sneakers on your car as soon as they leave your house." I got a question for y'all. I got a question. Uh, have any of you? Uh, Cause I know you, you know, you guys, you guys date black men, right? Well, not, not, I know you married stuff, but you guys date black men? Yes, sir. Okay. Have you, have you ever been with the person you were with and have they been stopped by the police and profiled while with you? Yep. Ah, see that, that, now that's, I'm interested, now how did that go? I'm interested in that. How did that go? Um, in all honesty, I mean, he jokes and says that I was, um, his white pass, um, because 
in reality, you know, the cops saw me and then the cops asking me, oh, do you know him? I'm like, yeah, I know him. At this point, I was dating him for five years. I'm like, of course I know him. you're in the car with him, right. <laughs> Apparently, maybe he, what he said was, I needed to make sure that you weren't being held against your will. I said, you, you're asking me? You're asking me? Filed. You really? For real? <laughs> um, he asked me to step out of the car and he asked me. He's like, well, what's his name? Ask me his name, date of birth. I said, you want to know his mother's name, his father's name, where he lives, what school he went to, where he's actually from? Because I can tell you all of it. You told him that? Yeah, absolutely. You didn't get tased? She's white privilege. I used privilege. Okay. At that point in time is when you assert and use your white privilege for the good. Okay. I definitely was okay. very aware of it. Um, but I was scared. And even now, um, even for myself, regardless of if, if I have, you know, one of my friends in the car or even my daughter, I'm always conscious and I'm always like, I don't want to get pulled over. I have anxiety about being pulled over because I am in fear of the people who are with me. I feel responsible at for their life and their safety. I want to make sure wherever we're going, we're getting too safe. When my friends and my family leave out the house and I know they're going about or they're taking long drives, I'm afraid for them. And that's the reality, you know? Mm. And after that whole incident, I've always been anxious about being pulled over, even if I'm by myself <laughs> or alone, because it just angers me. And I know with my mouth and my anger, I may say something really ignorant. Mm -hmm. If they slip up and say something ignorant to me, you know, and it's just that's how I am. Like, you can ask Russ, Russ was in the car with me when I got pulled over, and I was just like, Oh, I'm about to die. I'm getting pulled over. And it was just a flashback of me being in that situation because I really was sitting here, like, What's about to happen? Because, all right, we're getting pulled over for speeding. What's what the highway was 65, we were going 68. We're getting pulled over now. That ex, he, he drove fast and reckless all the time, but we literally were doing 68. And I was like, what's about to happen now? And just the fear and all the things that go through your mind. And as he's sitting there and he's questioning, and I'm like, is he about to yank him out the car? He's really sitting here because I'm white and he's black. He thinks that I'm in some kind of danger. Like, nah, I'm going to go home and fuck him. That's, I'm not in danger. I feel you. I feel you. That. <laughs> Didn't, you know, didn't need the last part, but I get you. I get you. <laughs> just, right I just don't understand why it's automatically like assumption of someone's in danger. Yeah, it, it's that's crazy. Like I, I can, you, you said even what you said, like the fear part. I never, well, I've had my own run-ins with, with with police and all that stuff. But I really think about my son. He's seventeen, and we let him. He drives and all that. And I literally, I can't like, I really do like. It's a, it's a, it is, like you said, anxiety or whatever. It, it really is a, an issue because I feel it. Like when my son leaves, like if it's too late, if it's too dark or something like that, I really have that anxiety. I'm like, yo, I got to call. If he takes a little bit too long somewhere, you know what I mean? I know where you're going. So if you take a little bit longer than what I think it should take you, I get nervous and I got to hit him up. I got to mm -hmm. whatever. And that really is a, a, tra that's, that's, that's a trauma type of thing, man. And it's, 
it's engraved. It's sad that people try to act like that's not real. Like people right. really try to play that like it's not a real life thing. But right. man, that's people. If you haven't experienced it, you wouldn't. You re- you really wouldn't understand. I was a. Uh, I got el- well. I got handled by police when I was seventeen. Same thing. Walking in the neighborhood, I had kids with me, little kids. Like I'm talking about some young kids. And it was it was after a football game, right? And you know, there's some kids walking in front of us. Whatever, they turned off. We were walking. The cops came. They drove past us, circled the block, came back around. And he stopped, flashed a little light. He was like, "Uh, what is it? so?" You know how y'all doing? Whatever. Like, now nah, we good. He's like, we got a call that some people was kicking out trash cans in this neighborhood. You know what I mean? And he said, you guys, you know, did you see anybody kicking trash cans? Or were you guys? I said, nah, we wasn't kicking no trash cans. I said they did have some older guys walking in front of us. You know what I mean? Because I had little kids. Like I'm holding their hand walking from the thing. Uh, I said they was in front of us. They probably was doing whatever. They drove around. They left. Went around the block again. Came back around. Got out the car, you said, listen, uh, I didn't see nobody walking or whatever. So you guys sure y'all wasn't kicking trash cans. So I kind of, you know, I'm like, man, this dude tripping. Like, he ain't, he got to be playing. We got little kids. I said, nah, man. I said, we ain't kicking no trash cans. You know, I'm, we, I got these kids to the football game, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, uh, hey, little man. He went down to the little kid and was like, hey, little man, were y'all kicking out trash cans? Look, I said, hey, man, I went down. We left, hey, bro. I said, hey. I said, nah, you can't talk to him. I said, you got to talk to me. I'm I'm the guardian over the kid, man. I said, I'm telling you, we weren't kicking no trash cans. The dude literally, and I'm telling you all this story because it, it kind of, it feeds into what you said, Nels. The guy, mm-hmm. he looked at me in the face. He said, uh, so you call him officer a liar? And he stepped towards me, right? So I looked at him, and in my mind, I'm processing. I'm saying, okay, I know I'm not. I know I'm not going crazy. He 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 tripping. Maybe I, maybe he don't know what it is he's doing. So I backed up. Backed up with the kid. I said, nah, I'm not calling him a liar. I said, but we didn't kick in no trash cans. And those dudes in front of us, they probably was. He said, like I said, so you calling my officers a liar? And he stepped up again. So I'm looking at this dude. I'm like, brother, I'm 17. I'm stock. I'm like, this dude ain't about to, he ain't about to punk me right here. And so I stepped up to him. I said, yeah, I said, I'm calling you a liar. And he said, that's it. And he grabbed me, right? So he grabbed me. I'm looking at him like, this dude is crazy. Like, he's not, but I'm not thinking, again, this is before, this is before, like, the internet and all this other stuff where we could see right, all this right, stuff right. happening. So I didn't, happening? I, like, yeah. I, I didn't know no, I really didn't know no better at the time, right? So when he grabbed me, I pull away from him. I said, bro, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? He tried to grab again. I said, bro, I grabbed him, and I kind of put him on his car. I said, bro, what are you doing? Like, I got my kid, I got these kids, man. You can't be you know what I'm saying? You can't be doing all of this. So he called his other officer. So they all come, full cops, and they slam me on the car. They do all this stuff. Now I'm in front of these kids, these little kids, and one of my homeboys. They slam on the car, put them in the handcuffs, threw them in the back of the car, took us all downtown, right? Now the dude, he's driving to the to the what's him called to the police station, and I'm in the back, heated, handcuffed, right? He said, "See, that's the problem with y'all. That's the problem. All y'all do is start all kind of trouble." And I said, now at the time, I'm like, bro, I don't care what you're talking about. I said, all I know is somebody going to lose their job. Again, I'm thinking, back then, I'm thinking like, this is just not right. You know, a naive kid. I'm a kid, so I'm thinking like, nah, this dude's going to lose his job. We get to the police station. It's like 1130 at night, right? We get to the police station. 
they writing up the tickets and all. They writing up a citation or something. And people banging on the door because it's the jail. So I'm nervous, whatever. So they didn't. They say, okay, I'm gonna give you the citation, whatever, for resisting arrest and uh, resisting arrest and interfering with the duties of a police officer. And I was like, bro, resisting arrest? I said, what you talking about, resisting arrest? I said, you grabbed me. You know what I'm saying? He said, yeah, but you think you're lucky that's all you're being charged with. Because I could have charged you with uh, something with the police officer, something he said. So they put us all in the car. They drove us. They dropped us like five blocks from our house. We all minors. They didn't call none of our parents, right? It's, it's 1130 at night. We didn't, my parents, they know we walking from the game, but it's, it's still... It's 1130 at night. Y'all arrested us and y'all ain't called nobody. So make a long story short, all of that happened when I was 17 years old, right? I didn't get, that stuff was on my record till I was, I was 20, 20 something. It was, I was 20 something years old. My, and the only reason why they had to take it off, they had did an investigation on the town where I was and the whole police system was all crooked. The whole system. Oh. I'm talking about. They had to Would go you back look at that? Years. They had to go back years. But the problem uh-huh. is, it took them years to take that off my record. And I'm like, right. it's amazing when you stop and think about it. People don't think about the re- the, the repercussions of a lot of this stuff. And they yeah. just, like, you think it's, it stopped. They think it stops at just the police brutality. But it really shows mm-hmm. in real world, man, that could have stopped me from getting jobs. I don't know if right. that stopped me from getting jobs. Because you never know. They don't. Right. They couldn't have. Right, yeah, mm-hmm. you that, but it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like people, people really need to, and I think that, like you said, Nels, I think that triggers something in our minds. Where now, it's like I don't like cops, and people be like, "Well, why you?" It's not all cops I don't like, but right. I don't trust police. I don't trust police it's at all. The idea, I don't yeah. trust them. How can you? How because can you've you... been through it, you've seen it, and then you see what's on the news, and you see crazy stuff happen. How can you not? And it's not all police. Just like not no. all white people are racist. Just like not. But you see it. You see it. Yeah. It's crazy, man. But we, you know, at the, the time we're in now, we actually can see it for what it is. It, it, it bothers me that right. we can look at something. We can look at something like the George Floyd killing. And when people see that this guy got killed, the fact that they resort to, well, he was on drugs or he was this or that. Bro, this dude, so he... He didn't deserve to get killed. He didn't deserve to die. Because he was on drugs. Like, yo, that's that's the problem, though. They are thinking about something that's small. They're thinking about what he did to get killed when the bottom line, he shouldn't have got killed. Right. right. They will see anything right. to not see the truth of the situation. They will find any mm-hmm. little thing. Like, oh, he was drinking. He was, you know, whatever. He had a counterfeit $10 bill, which was what they thought the whole thing started from. And then, but you see a grown man put his knee on his neck for 10 minutes. How does that make sense? No matter what he was doing. I don't care if he had a $1,000 counterfeit bill, if that was a real thing. You, no one deserves to, that situation. That man was still. Get your leg off that man's leg. Exactly. What are you doing? What there was no threat. And what baffles me about that whole thing is there was four cops there, and not one of them thought, I this isn't smart <laughs> because they don't right. want to go against not one of them they could have got that guy's knee off his neck if one of them was like this doesn't make sense but bet money and now look at them all bet mm-hmm. money if one of the witnesses would have tried to interfere they would have got shot they would have shot him mm-hmm. yep. but that that's the crazy part 
Then they would have. They did. The witnesses did as much as they could. Yeah. Right. The witnesses did as much as they could because we would not have known about that if some of the witnesses didn't take the videos that were taken. Yeah. And that's that's the thing. Not one of them cops would have said, "Oh, this guy did this or that." They would have made up some story as to what didn't happen as to why to justify the fact that 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 man was killed. Exactly. But they, they justify it by saying, oh, well, don't do criminal acts. Don't do illegal things. I'm sorry. White people do. And they live to go home to their family. They get like water handed about. to them as they're sitting right. on the ground. Right. Homeboy in Wisconsin was walking down the street with a rifle killing people and nobody stopped him. His mama drove him. Right. With the gun. And then he goes to trial and state gets... Lines. Um, uh, acquitted. How does that even happen? Make it make sense. It doesn't make sense. Makes sense. But the kid in Texas, but the black kid in Texas, <clears throat> who bought a gun to school because a gang was bullying him every single day, robbing him, abusing him every single day, and he shot the kid that was that was doing it, and they labeled it. They want this kid in jail for the rest of his life. So you telling me the kid can travel across to another state where this stuff has nothing to do with him with a rifle with the intent to kill someone? You can't they, they can do whatever they want. If you traveled across state lines yep. with a loaded weapon in a, in a hostile place, in a hostile place, you went there with the intentions of causing harm to someone. Exactly. You can't Absolutely. Make, you believe that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You can't make that yep. but, but the mindset people this dude is looked at as a victim. And I can't, that's the part of America that when you stop, and, and, and notice, you don't even hear anything else about this. You don't hear people upset that this, even like notice whenever things like this happen, you don't, you're not hearing it. This kid is living mm-hmm. his life doing whatever he's doing, probably got a book deal. He's going to have book money. Deals. He's going to be a he's millionaire. He's got deals on Fox. He's, he's living his life. Whitewashed media. Oh. Yeah. He George won't even have to work a day in his life. He won't have to work a day in his life between everything, books, this, that. People, pro- I guarantee you, people are probably sending him money and writing him letters and being All like, right. "Here's some money to help you get through this." Guaranteed. He's a martyr. He's mm-hmm. a martyr. People are happy that this Disgusting. guy did what he did. It, 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 right. it's, it's, but let, but let, but again, the little black kid who was defending himself from being constantly right. abused by, by people—they were mad. Because the kid got bail and his parents bailed him out and had a party. Bro, you did my kid was getting booked and the kid never had a criminal history. The kid was a good straight A student. Family came from money. His family came from money. He was a, a well off kid. Mm-hmm. So the kid defended himself from being bullied by these dudes, these kids, and teacher the teachers knew it was happening. So again, why blame the kid when everybody else knew what was happening and nobody stepped up? Right crazy man it's disgusting it goes back to mental slavery right when a white kid does something like look at the um the charlestown charleston shooting a couple of years ago when he shot he went to bible study and shot the people at the church that man made it out alive and in jail if that was a black man shooting up a catholic church he would not have come out alive there ain't no way ain't no way why all the time Somebody yeah. in the church would have shot it. Facts. Right. Right. Someone in that church would have been having it and would have, and nothing, nobody would have turned their heads. It's crazy oh, that the this man. the cops would have seen him as a threat, even if he was walking out, hands up, 
they would have saw him as a threat still. I just don't understand how you can't see a problem that every time, I won't say every time, majority of the time a white person does something crazy like that with shooting anybody. The man that shot up the, the little kids in, in Connecticut, white guy. They're all white guys. You know, everybody. Right. Almost all, all of the mass shooters. The I think guys, I, I, I want to say true, all. True, but I'm going to say 99% because I don't know the exact facts. Yeah. But, it, it, but it's high. 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 Yeah. The cop, the cop who went into the wrong apartment and killed. Yeah, it's Texas, right? Yeah. Yo, listen to me, man. For his, he don't go in the wrong apartment. For his brother to get his calm ass up on that stand and cry and say, "I want to hug this woman." I'm looking at this dude. I'm like, literally, bro. She killed your brother and said she went in the wrong apartment. And you hugging this chick like what? It blew my mind. But again, that's click clack. That's real. Always wanted about that story. What I always wanted about that story is I don't believe the fact that she went to the wrong apartment first. But that's just my personal belief. If that was a white guy that opened the door, would the same event happen? No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't think. And I can guarantee you, if it was a black man went in the wrong apartment of a white woman and kill that white woman, that black man was going to, but they, we'd have lost, that black man would have been lost. Like, you're not finding him. He'd have been underneath any state penitentiary they could find. Mm-hmm. And that's a fact for the rest of his life. Not for, not for a couple yep. of years, nope. for the rest nah. of his life. And that's yeah. the problem right there. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. That is the problem. And people wonder why this is the BLM it's movement. Story. But it's story after story after story like this. We just named four or five, but there's so many yeah. more. What 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 is it going to take for someone people to see that there's a problem, <laughs> and how do we fix it? What do we do? Like, it's it's just not okay. You got to honestly like start breaking down the stigmas and start breaking down the the white guilt and the denial and really sit back and and look at all of these things and stop making excuses and look at the statistics and really sit there and be like, what the fuck? Because you cannot seriously hear all of these things going on from both, let's just put it in whack whack and whack, (laughs) (laughs) white and black. Let's put it in white and black. You cannot sit there and look at it and say, this white man did this crime. This black man did the same exact crime. Why is it the black man is being sentenced to death and the white man is getting off for three years probation? Why? They have the same exact record in history. They have the same exact upbringing. They have the same exact crime to a T. Why is his more severe? You can't literally sit there and say, oh, well, you know, because he did this and whatever. No, because the white man did it too. Why? If you really can sit there and try to justify it, you are the problem. Mm-hmm. I can guarantee you, people will try to justify it. They won't notice. And if you want to be even honest, they don't even ask the question. We see that right. that happens. That happens more than what we actually think about. Like people with the exact same crime, done the same thing, and get extremely. Di- the guy who who raped or, or attempted to rape that girl when they found about a dumpster. The, the mm-hmm. swimmer guy, and he got he, off. Like, yeah. bro. He did rape. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that college guy, right? Yep. Yeah. Who, yep. Who, yep. I don't know what he's Because he had forget. a promising future. That's what it was. Yeah. That's exactly Wait. what it was. He had, his father had money, and he was going to a good college, 
the black kid, in, the black kid in Georgia was with his white girlfriend and was being chased by a mob by, by other white people, some white boys and a white chick chasing them driving. He pulls out a gun and shoots back at the people chasing them. He is arrested and in jail right now. And those people that was chasing him, not in jail for nothing. When he wouldn't have never even pulled a gun if y'all wouldn't have, did, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's a mm-hmm. cause and effect, but they don't want to talk about the cause of it. They don't want to hear the cause. Right. They just know, hey, brother, you did it. Let's go. You getting locked up. It's crazy to me. It's yeah. crazy. The, the Ahmaud Arbery case, the guy's running and they talking about they were scared for their life. That's why he shot him. Y'all are in a truck. You were how are you afraid of the man running on his feet when you He's were running away from you? How are you right. in fear or in imminent danger? Right. Stupid. And then you think about how much stuff has happened without so without social media. If we didn't have social media, how much of this stuff would be like that's how much stuff happened before we had social media is crazy to me. And these people are still well, doing this knowing that anybody pops out a camera, anybody pops out a picture, and they're still doing it. Hey loves. I hope you're enjoying the discussion so far. This has gone a little bit over, so it's such an important topic for us all that we are going to split it into two sessions. So join us next week for part two. Until then, be kind, spread love, and just remember it's all a bunch of BS.